Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very, very little that you need to know. I am Eric Ozempa. I am Brady Steffel. And I'm Annie Lerner. Hey, welcome in everyone. How are you doing this week? How was your weekend? Uh, I'm a little brain dead, but it's okay. We'll get there. Uh, weekend <laughs> was good. I've been working in the, the shop quite a bit. I got a project I'm working on. So Yeah. 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 So you, uh, you, you came in tired. Uh, I, yeah, I, I want tired. you to get some sleep, buddy. So, you know, I sleep, I just, you know, I'm always tired. What do you want? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how I was doing that caffeine cleanse or whatever. I'm, I'm over that and I'm back and it is amazing how much energy you have after <laughs> the cleanse. So you might not because I've got caffeine, I actually like need less coffee. So Brady, you might, you might consider a cleanse. Maybe I drink half caff. Okay. Yeah. I, actually, I think I meant, did I talk about this last week about decaf lattes and the importance since I was like looking for decaf lattes while sure. I was doing this no caffeine thing, which I know there's like trace amounts of decaf, yeah, right, caffeine yeah, yeah. Well, in, there's whatever, amounts of caffeine know, and all kinds of stuff, whatever. Right. right. So, but I got, I, I started, started getting on this hunt for the best decaf latte in right. town while I was doing this for like 10 days. And, and? I am happy to report Ziggy's is the winner by far. And yeah. I had a lot of decaf, a lot of decaf coffee drinks. It was awesome. I will say that yesterday I went to Miko and I, I don't drink a lot of full strength coffee, but I got a medium coffee at Miko. I was talking to somebody and I was amped after that. If you wanted to see me at my peppy best, uh, I was like, ah, it's true. probably why I'm down today. Cause I had like triple the amount of caffeine that I normally have. Cause I had like full strength, like a tankard yeah. of full strength. And today I'm like drinking coffee. I had some right before this. I was also really dehydrated. And so then it's like, uh, yeah. So now I'm just like, well, yesterday I was chewing the paint off the walls. And today I'm just like, well, <laughs> yeah. How you guys doing? I don't know. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're just too mellow. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm like half, I'm knee deep here in this, uh, iced coffee. So I'm going to be in trouble later on. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go paint the garage later, but, um, <laughs> cause this one is like intense and I'm like, yeah. I'm loving it. It's good. It's good. I, I try so, not to do caffeine afternoon. Yeah. But, but you know, wish, yeah. No, I, I, it's, I like afternoon pick me up, but you know, this is probably a little intense. So I'll probably have to come down somehow. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I wanted to mention too, one thing that I thought was interesting at Miko, you know, Shane keeps threatening to give me this special drink, which is fizzy, you know, like seltzer water. Oh, and yeah. Espresso. You've mentioned this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm there, but we'll have I to mean, try it. I'll have to try co- it. Coffee flavored. Most things are not that good to me. Like coffee flavored candy, Coffee, coffee flavored, flavored ice cream. Ice cream. Really? I don't like that. Oh no. my god! No, coffee I really flavored just ice cream is you know a what magical thing. No, yes. I don't you know like what? coffee Annie's off treats the, that much. Annie's <laughs> off the pod now. We're done. We're yeah. done. <laughs> well, you're out of here. Wait a second. People on the street will be like, "What happened to Annie?" Well, you know, she didn't like coffee ice cream. So had I like coffee. <laughs> I just, you know, it it has its place. Yeah, I drink yeah. like black coffee. That's just pretty much all I drink is black. You coffee. are, yeah. I uh, what I. What I do really like for uh, ice cream flavors is uh, salted caramel. I like salted caramel just about anything. I'm such a sucker for salted caramel. Yeah, I love salted caramel, actually, yeah, too. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do have news to report. I did. It was a happy news. I had to pick. I was able to pick up my scooter over the weekend, which was delightful. I've been riding Where? my scooter a couple of okay, times. Can, can I ask you some scooter questions? Your scooter? You're, you're a scooter you, guy. Do you, you certainly can ask okay. me a scooter question. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, said, answer. I mean, I've heard these rumors flying about Eric and a scooter. And I, and I happen to know another scooter person in town who has talked about how you're kind of a fellow scooter buddy. First of all, my first question is, is there, is there a scooter? Is there a scooter? 
scooter wave, you know, when you like see another, a fellow, you know, like the motorcycle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no. I was behind like a motorcyclist who gave like the motorcycle wave to a scooter that was coming the other direction. The scooter guy was like, <laughs> yeah, it's usually like- <laughs> that's what happens to me. Like if a guy on a Harley like comes by me and waves, I'm like, um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind <laughs> of embarrassed. I will wait. No, no, no. I will wave, but it is kind of weird. It's like, oh, hey, usually the scooter wave is like, oh, I'm here. Do you feel like it's just not quite on brand for scooter to just give the like cool, like single flip? There's wave. no like flip. There's no like double finger thing. There's no deep wave. There's, <laughs> I, you know, it's like I throw I, it up. To, I threw it up to scooters all the time when I was riding bike. Like I'd be like, hey, what's up? You're part of the car. You're on two wheels. A little bit more. Okay. Well, like no, like no. I I have motorcycles. I have two motorcycles. Um, I don't ride them anymore, but I I rode motorcycles a lot for like ten years, and um, I throw it up for scooters. I don't care. It's like yeah, dude, you're actually, on two wheels. I I figure if you're out, well bicyclists less but i would throw it up bicyclists whatever but like if you're out on a motorized vehicle willing to get hit by like a, a 12 ton suv i'll throw it up for you i don't care it's fine you know it's funny nobody generally motorcycle riders don't wave to scooter people ah, bicycle so, bicycle riders will so it's funny yeah, when see, i was riding back funny. so the the place i had to take it to is in boulder and so shout out to jp at sportique yeah, awesome, I know awesome job. So they're great. Um, what was that anyway, with your scooter, by the way? What, what was that? What, what's going on? You need mate, mate, I needed brakes, I needed okay. tires, and then it's an older scooter which they don't make anymore. And so there's this what kind of scooter is it? It is a genuine Stella, so it looks like oh, an old nice. Vespa, which I just absolutely love. So for nice. me, I'm not there yet to part with the thing because I will have to get another scooter, which won't look as cool. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I have they put it together, so we'll see what happens. We'll see how long it goes. Man. But right now it is it is just driving really well. And I'll probably be the guy who mounts it like in his garage and like gets on it when it's totally broken. I can't get parts for it. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, this is so cool. You'll be able to get um, parts of that thing forever. There's no, no way that you wouldn't be able no, to. No, it was it was one and done. It was 14th out of 300 made. They don't make really? it anymore. Yeah. Really? They discontinued the parts. It's not. Yeah, you got to buy it. What you got to buy is an old Honda. I used to have an old Honda. I think it was an 80cc mm-hmm. and it was a three speed. It's a little yeah, passive nice. uh, yes. from the Saudi. I think it was, it was funny. Cause like, I got it under like dubious circumstances. I bought it off some dude. It was these old things with titles. And so I go to title the thing and it's like, Oh, it's either a 70 or a 73. And nobody really knew it's like, okay. But it was, uh, it was the wildest ride because when you'd get it going, if you would kick the gear, the gear ratios were so far apart that it would like, you'd have to get it howling and it would go blah. But when you would, but when you would hit it right, like the thing would pop, like the front wheel would come up when you would like downshift. Like, oh my lord, yeah. And it had, it had so much torque. It was geared yeah. so weird. That thing would howl. It would go like fifty miles an hour. It was unbelievable. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, that's um, big, yeah. So, so my next question is at Longmont related. What are the rules about parking a scooter around Longmont, like downtown and stuff? Can you? Does Eric know? He can't. We're not supposed to draw attention to this no, on this public yeah, don't, podcast. Don't draw attention to this in the public <laughs> podcast. No, is it actually, a gray it's kind area? of funny. It's pretty gray. I, I know. Will say, that's, I used to have a scooter in Boulder. Yeah. So if you area. have a scooter that looks kind of small, you probably can get away with parking it close to or on the sidewalk if there's yeah. big enough space. Yeah. I will say like at Ozo. So I'm just going to use Ozo at the, the village or whatever. Um, like you can go on the sidewalk there and not block anybody's way. So I just want to make sure everybody knows like that that's you're not a blocking big way. sidewalk, but it's area a huge though. honking yeah. sidewalk area. You can actually literally like park right there for a few minutes while you duck in and get a coffee. I, and I'm super um, okay with that until it becomes like really abused. 
Like right. when we were when we were that's in France the last time, that's we were how in all Paris. these things are. Right, and it's like, yeah, oh, somebody's doing it. Whatever, it's okay. You're going in for a quick cup of coffee, wheel in, wheel out, whatever. But if there's twelve there, or you know, it's like blocking everything. When we were in France last time, we were in Paris, and they had cordoned off this section of sidewalk that was just a wash in scooters. There must have been thirty, yeah. hundred. Yeah, scooters. so different. And they're there. just in there. I don't know if they were hauling them away or ticketing them or what, but they're like, all right, we've reached our limit. It's finally the fun's over, kids. We're gonna tow all these things away. And it's like when that happens, it's like, yeah, okay, you guys ruin the fun for everybody. But you know, I used to park my bike. Like sometimes you get away with driving a motorcycle or a scooter or something, you can park right in front of the grocery store or whatever, like completely out of the way, a little corner or something that's yeah, you know, you get away. But then all of a sudden that's the parking lot. It's like, well, if you're going in for like four apples or something and you do that, it's uh, <laughs> but if you're gonna be like, oh, now it's the scooter gang. Oh, whatever. It's like, oh, they're right here by the front door. I'm going to get this bag of Pringles, too. Bag oh of Pringles. Gosh. Pringles. Well, so have you ever um, gotten a ticket parking in around town? No. Actually, it is really funny, though. I was chalked in the pump house. Chalked? Yeah. Pump house parking lot, which I thought was hysterical. It was I was in the motorcycle parking space, and I was, you know, they chalked the tires have been there too long, and I hadn't been there at all, but obviously oh, the parking did come by, and I just thought... I thought to myself, really? I, I kind of thought scooters and motorcycles were somewhat exempt in that little tiny area. <laughs> I don't know why I think that, but right. but I, I think that. There. So it was kind of funny. So I didn't really I didn't really think that they were, you know, that they were really watching the motorcycles. I will tell you that my favorite interactions though are when I do pull my scooter next to a bunch of Harleys and then I yeah. will send a text oh, to my family and say, us, us motorcycle people like to hang together. And <laughs> this one guy, so I met this one guy that um, sounds like for a lunch. Solid dad joke, Eric. It was it's totally a solid dad joke. But I met this one guy uh, one time for lunch. We came out and um it was the first time I'd met him. And so he came out. Now he's on our um he he works with the uh, organization that I work with and came out and he has this honkering gigantic BMW like slick motorcycle oh, this, yeah. and yep. huge and beautiful and gorgeous. And my scooter was right next to it. <laughs> so he goes, well, it was great to meet you. And then like, <laughs> like grabbing my helmet on my scooter. I'm like, yeah, cool. Should we race or whatever? And he was just so wonderful about it. He was so kind about it. And most people are really cool about it. They don't, I think don't, that like, there's like fun of it. So it's really, no. it's kind of fun. So yeah. there's, yeah. there's just like, there are, there are elitist motorcyclists who are like, uh, you know, you're not hard or what you know, you're, you're wearing a helmet. You're stupid. Like there's that kind of thing that goes around. But I think a lot of people just love the, like any piece of it. And I, I had at a given time, I had like, a, like the a motors, scooter. Like the motors. Yeah. And I had a scooter and I had a thing that would go a hundred miles an hour in second gear, you know? And it's like, I had both and I like, they're both a lot of fun and they're both a lot of fun for different reasons. And mm -hmm. if somebody would be like, Hey, this is what I ride. I was always like, Cool, man. I want to get a scooter. I miss having a scooter because scooters are there's so much fun in a different way. I mean, they really are because you got on a your bike that's too big. It's just not fun in town. But you get the little scooter. It's like, ah, you can take this corner really quick or I can zip into this thing or I can, you know, like I agree. I don't know. I, I, I think that it's, it's awesome. Totally that guy like probably absolutely loved your scooter and was a little jealous.
I'm say, <laughs> but I will I tell you, I, go, I don't have one. You know? Yeah, but you have to get one because you know I really do think with gas prices going up, I mean people really need to seriously consider it. So again, Sportique scooters in Boulder, not a sponsor, but anyway, I would highly recommend them. Yeah, um, awesome. But but unfortunately, we can't have nice things in life because you know I I picked up my scooter. You know, you you say hello to one thing and you say goodbye to another. My glasses, mm. I lost them. So now I have my janky bad ones until my new ones come in. <laughs> so this is my bad janky glasses. So it's really sad that I lost my glasses. But, oh. Totally noticed. Yeah. Anyway, it's all good. But should we talk about things in Longmont instead of scooters? And that's I mean, it for this episode of Scratch Chat. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's better than weather talk, chat, maybe. Talk so, to you next we'll week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I think uh, there's a bunch of things that I have to talk about. Um, well, but I'd like to see if uh, any of you have anything you want to go first. I will say, wait a second. I do want to go first. Because I will say that Annie sent us the finale season on May 20th of the group that you sing with. Can you tell us more about it? Also, how to pronounce it, because I was Cantabile. I can't. I don't know if I'm way off there. But if you could just tell us, because you are a star in this choir. So you got to tell us. I've been waiting for my shameless plug moment. So I sing with a community choir in Boulder County called Cantabile. Oh, thank you. My favorite is... is what does it what mean? It? I'm sorry. I think it's like, it means like voice or singing or like the spirit of singing. I'm going to, I totally bought it. I've looked it up a few times. It's it's an old, old word. A lot of choirs are called cantabile. Anyway, one time this guy was trying to sell me like some paper things and I was like the contact for the choir. And he called me from like Alabama and had this deep, thick Southern accent. He's like, I'm looking for any with the cantabile singers. <laughs> It was it was the best one. I've heard so many pronunciations of cantabile, but that was definitely the best. So yeah, so I totally blew it there. I whiffed it. So anyway, no, describe okay. what. Anyway, the, yeah, what we're going to be doing. Um, we have a season finale performance here in Longmont on May twentieth at Vance Brand Auditorium, which is the auditorium at Skyline High School, and our choir will be combining forces with Rocky Mountain Chorale, another choir around here, and they happen to be directed by Jimmy Howe, who's also the choir director at Skyline High School. In case you. Know, if you parents know who Jimmy Howe is, he's super talented and he'll be um, conducting half of their, directing half of it and the our director will direct the other half and we'll be accompanied by the Longmont Symphony and we'll be singing two amazing works, one from Dan Forrest and one from um, uh, Ralph Vaughn Williams and highly encourage you to come visit it. It's really like a comeback season. Choir has been very hard for choirs around the world for the last two years. And we're kind of finally coming out of it, crawling out. I mean, our choir is still singing with masks and so is theirs. And we'll see what's going on by the time we sing in May, but um, certainly a dangerous activity by COVID standards, but we are coming back and this is our season finale concert. And I encourage everybody to come on out May 20th at Vance Brand Auditorium, cantabilesingers.org. How was that? And is it awesome and fantastic? Is there a <laughs> ticket price cost? Yeah, $25, a little bit more expensive than usual. We apologize to the audience, but it's a big production. We have a lot of instrumentalists to pay. And um, I think children 12 and under, there's a kid's price for them too. And I highly encourage you to bring kids. I always want children of all ages to be at these concerts, learn what it's like to hear some classical music. It'll be incredible. Fantastic. And again, the name of the choir, the name? Cantabile Cantabile. Cantabile Singers. And actually, I looked up the definition. It is a smooth singing style. At least that's one definition. So So in Italian, cantabile is uh, literally means singable or song-like, which tracks because cantar 
I don't know the Italian word, but the Spanish would be to sing. Nice. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. Come on out, guys. I mean, choir concert. I hope to see you both there. Have you been to a choir concert ever? I used to time? sing choir. So I, I oh, used to yeah, be on that Brady, side. That's right. Yeah. I've been trying to recruit you. That's right. You gotta right. come on out. You know, I can't commit to anything for more than like. <laughs> that is true. This is yeah. like the longest standing thing I've ever done. Uh, <laughs> uh, not since my kids were in high school. Uh, I got okay. Okay, so did we get any responses on what the 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 pastry shop should be called? Nobody, no, nobody dialed. Nobody in. tracked. Yeah, right. Nobody dialed. Cannabis in. puns. Yeah. I know. You know so more, more, I, more reaction about baking powder. I mean, come yeah, on. I know. You know I no. and I really thought this was funny, and I don't know if the joke was lost in translation because people didn't understand the the parlance of the activities. So, it, if you're out there and um, you're sharing, there's a puff puff pass etiquette. That's the etiquette. And uh, I thought because rough puff pastry, puff, you know, full puff pastry, I thought puff puff pastry. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think it was funny at all. So I know. I, think, I, I know. You were, so you were for me, I was kind of lost. So Only if it was like British, the... like puff puff pastry. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it needs to be. <laughs> no, but I think the, the A is not correct. <laughs> so I, I, I do get it. I do find it. I'm, I'm actually just pulling your leg a little bit. I think it's pretty cool. Again, not really. I'm not really uh, conversant in the in the <laughs> etiquette i love how you like yeah that's a eh, yeah. the joke's all right yeah. like, i don't laugh at the things you say anymore I just, eh, yeah. oh i laugh I all the time at things you say yeah yeah <laughs> i also when you just said like oh it's it's like full puff and i'm like you know like either full puff or rough puff is also just a pretty good that's a pretty good one too. if it was just called like rough puff and it had like some some dude or like full puff like that yeah it could also work so I'm <laughs> I'm into those just as like they work pretty good. So that's all right. Well, as a British baking type person that actually enjoys that show, you know, they talk about rough puff and full puff all the time. And for those listeners who are totally lost, we're talking about a pastry shop where it's going in where the uh, smoking bowls used to be. And yep. so that was a reference, obviously, to the legal substance here in Colorado. And so uh, we were just trying to think of a pastry shop that would have the same kind of uh naming or imagery if you will so to speak yeah and i just sound like i am probably the most nerdiest person in the world by how Eric, i describe you're just that like, so right, i'm gonna try to suck the joy out of this for you <laughs> i like brady's description Do i like that pass. suck the joy out of that's a good one yeah suck the joy yeah anyway no i mean i think uh, that like well they they lean so hard into smoking bowls and it was just so obvious that i thought like yeah they're if they were going to do it again it would probably be something that was just extremely on the nose yeah you know i, I again i remember us discussing this and i didn't really get it so right. you know it took me a while to get it so well, that's all like, to the audience and everybody was, else yeah well to yeah. sum up that's why i thought it was super funny i was like i don't know if eric got it or not because the first time we talked about this the place is called smoking balls and it's like i think that's a pot reference and it's like oh my god no i didn't say that at all i thought wow okay steaming hot bowls yeah. you know and you were like no dude it's there's an entendre there and i'm like oh yeah didn't get it so uh speaking of weed though i i did notice there's an article about weed family weddings um Ooh. jennifer gray is a, a psychologist who actually decided her and her husband purchased a piece of farmland in Longmont and officially opened Pinecone Avenue Social last summer. The couple has hosted over 20 weddings and events since, five of them infused with marijuana. Oh. Oh. Although public pot 
U.S. has banned in Colorado. Private venues can allow adult guests to do what oh, they please. Was there, oh, does, do you guys know? I thought that they were doing a uh, thing, like they were going to say you can have sort of a an Amsterdam style pot bar thing. Like they were going to open that up a little bit. I thought there was legislation going around about. that. I think there's discussion of that. It has not happened, but okay. but uh, yeah, I mean, if you are looking for a wedding venue and you want to have weed at your wedding. <laughs> or, you know, I probably could come up with something nerdy like grass. You know, what else should I come up with nerdy? <laughs> reefer. If you want to have reefer. <laughs> you guys are killing me. Have you ever been to an infused dinner before? Uh, no. What, what infusion? Are well, we I mean, about? not like a formal one. What, what do you think like... I'm talking about? Of course, the cannabis infused dinner. <laughs> no, They're not really at all. impressive. These chefs are really good they put it in the butter they put in all this stuff and like generally they're not i mean yes they're trying to get you stoned but the it's not trying no not like oblivion like beyond it's <laughs> like if you were to have a wine pairing think about that with your dinner and you're gonna have these different things that go it's all artfully crafted from beginning to end and it's not like you get totally messed up with the first uh. bite it's like meant to be go you're supposed to last through the dinner to the end and well if you eat impressive. it it takes a long time to come on so you're like you're gonna be sitting it there it comes waiting. on slowly and they do they're doing it all like intentionally so right, that you right, have right. an experience and i've seen those and good. like the thing about like the culture around it i guess maybe the last time i was around people that were culturally very excited about it were like very excited about it it would be like let's yeah. go and no it's like, good i think that these these events this venue is awesome and i'm glad that they can just kind of normal i mean obviously you're going to get the enthusiasts yeah. that yeah. come but i'd like to see people go tr it's a great way to try cannabis and see how your body reacts with it in a sophisticated and right. legal and like adult way if you will as opposed to i mean that's what's so cool about the legalization is we can right we have options and we don't have to be like, like doing this in a closet with god knows where this stairwell thing in came a, from in like a yeah. pringles exactly. tube with a breeze yeah. thing like yeah i was like i mean on my floor in college like somebody had a Pringles tube that I <laughs> cut the bottom off of it had like a, a, a breeze yeah, there you go. lighter thing. It's like, yeah. oh, that the, totally the does apple. It. The apple's pretty classic. The apple, yeah. Or like <laughs> anyway. the rags under the door and stuff. It's like, guys, it doesn't yeah. smell less like weed. It just smells like weed from Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> We've come a long way and there's a long way to go still, but absolutely. Yeah. So I did want anyway. to give the address of this place is 6325 County Road 20. And technically in Longmont, it is uh, the phone number is 970 1519801. So if you're interested in having an Look event all. that has some sort of infusion, so to speak, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I uh, like, in spite of me being a little goofy about it, like it's it's fine. Who cares if you want to have like a, a bar and you go and like they're you know they're selling pre rolls or whatever. Yeah. Um, whatever, man. I don't yeah. care. It's, yeah, I know it's totally. Cool. It's legal. Like, or, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I, I got uh, to say too, if like if they're just, if they're selling and you're like, oh, puff puff, and then you're gonna eat, it's like, well, every the food's probably gonna get really good reviews. Hunger being the best <laughs> spice and all, That's and true. like <laughs> all of a sudden, like oh, I'm super hungry, and then you're like, what I want is twelve fruit roll ups, and you'll you'll just eat anything. And, um, and Brady's really pushing that puff puff again. So really Annie, is. you it's Annie, you have news, up. so go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say that today it looks like the fencing for construction went up at 9th and Main. Yes, I noticed that last there, night. Yeah. Exciting. yeah. So they, do you know any intel on what it's going to be or what it is? 
Yeah, they're doing apartments. Um, it's a mixed oh. use development and they're going to have 183 apartment units and like, ele- I think 11,000 square feet of commercial space. Um, but they're also doing like some parking stuff too. 11,000 um, square feet of 11,000 square feet of retail and a hundred. How many apartments did you say? Sorry, I'm, on, I'm reading the wrong thing here. Oh, you took yeah, I was going to say, so I'm, I'm just thinking about where this is at. You guys, I'm keeping you on your toes. No, but I'm like, no it's, like it's not 11,000. It's like three commercial units, but I can't remember the square footage. So you okay. guys, I will effort as that as makes more sense. Say. Cause I think the new units uh, further to the South, the South Main station ones uh, around second That's on probably Main street. What I was reading. I, I was think reading that those are on main street. <laughs> yeah, so I think those are. I thought there was like seven or eight thousand in there. There might be eleven, but it's it's Ninth a pretty. Here we go. So they're doing um two six two bedroom apartments. Sorry, one hundred eighty three. Look who six. needs the coffee. Two bedroom. And, okay. Um. Yeah. Some commercial space below. Okay. So nice. we'll see. They're gonna, but they're gonna nice. throw that thing. They're doing like, and then some parking improvements because there's not very many parking improvements. Mm-hmm. And I'm unclear on what the parking improvements are, but um, so do you have the um walking that whole the actual. Down. The actual address there? Yeah, there's... it's um, 900. <laughs> it's 9th and Main. Actually, I don't know what it is. Because, like, oh, 604 9th Avenue. So um, okay. there was like, there was that retail unit on the corner. And then behind there on 9th was that, speaking of all things pot, was like the head shop. The head shop, will, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I think is a pretty dated term. Look at all of us. That's a really, he- that's it's a really, really old term. Smoke yeah. shop, I yeah. guess. Well, I mean, say. what do you, if you're just going to sell bongs and weed app, what do you call it? Is there another? Well, it's not a 70s reference know, that you both like are bringing old. up. I mean, gosh, the head shop. I mean, my God. Yeah. I, I think the, they were I think it's a smoke shop, an accoutrement shop, right? Accoutrement. <laughs> So we just getting so gentrified that like, let's have the let's have the infused dinner, and uh, don't forget to bring your accoutrement if you want a little uh, bonus token, uh, you know, session because you'll need to bring your own. It is COVID after all, so we don't want to be sharing any uh, spot here. So well, I will tell anyway, you... that's exciting. Construction starting, and that's going to really change oh, okay. the intersection, Eric, man. Okay, here. So I'm looking what? at the high. It's called High Society. This place. Yep. The sign, and it's going to funk. Glass gallery dot head shop. It said head shop. Yeah. The sign called it a head shop. I mean, it is what it is. No, we all called it that, but don't I, believe I do it. think Nobody you calls don't hear that, that word that it's much on the I mean, seriously, if somebody's sign over 70, they're calling it a head shop. It's a and you both shop. apparently, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you, Eric. It is old school. Yeah, it is old school. Yeah. But I think it was like everybody still call them head shops in in the 90s and early 2000s. I just think with the advent well, of okay, of- Eric, when you were going to the head shop in the 90s, what were all your like awesome friends calling it at that point? Oh, it wasn't at the, the head shop. I was at the jelly bean shop. But anyway, we're going to the, yeah. So this is all I'm saying is the sign literally okay. says head shop. But can we the be guy fair? who didn't know about smoking bowls as a reference to weed is in your saying, no, Okay, I don't think that's the term. All right, let's rein it in. Annie wants us to be. Well, Annie wants us to like uh, be be straight up here. So what? Right, what go. else you got to add to that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Just that I'm excited to see what happens at the corner there. It's going to be a big change. I would yeah, agree. Is- you know, the one thing I would say, Annie, is is that you know it's like you know, gentrification comes to that corner in that block. It sounds like with this I mean, new apartment complex. So this is probably a, a much bigger debate. But what I say to a lot of people when you're in a changing town like Longmont is that it is very hard, and changes are expensive, and it squeezes the population. Mm-hmm. And there's no question about any of that. 
But to me, it is a it is a net positive over the alternative, which is a dying town. I mean, I grew up in Longmont and here I am living here, finding a way to make it work and is exciting and it's fun and there's opportunity. It's hard and you have to hustle, but it's it's not like I was like, let me get the heck out of here. This town that's going nowhere and has tumbleweeds and is, it's so much better. And the alternative growth is overall probably not good. Yeah, I would. I I think the I think people would say, and I would say about that block. And again, this is a you know we could do a whole special four hours on this on a yeah. ne- on the next blossom. Um, yeah, but you <laughs> know, very it's... special episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I I've had too much caffeine today. But um, it's really more of the. It's really more of the um just a really neat makeup on some blocks and some areas. And if it becomes too artificial, that's the thing I get concerned. Yeah. About. You don't want it contrived. That's yeah. for sure. But so I when mean, I think about yeah. Pearl street and, and East Pearl street yeah. and how yeah. there used to be, there was a Harley deal- dealership in East Pearl. There right. was a music instrument place in East Pearl. There were, there were shops like uh, automotive shops and stuff. And that doesn't exist anymore. That's all gone. Right. All of that right. stuff is gone. So, right. you know, it's just, it's just, I think what people like about Main Street is, is that it is truly really funny. There's a Winchell's and then there's you know, yeah. like some other funky things. And I think but that's would, what makes it kind of We need to take good care of those assets that are there and yep. being occupied. I mean, I think I would argue that particular corner and those buildings like make, yeah. I mean, yeah, do I yeah. want apartments? Like, no, but like. But it's mm. those were due for some some re- revitalization. I agree, and, I, and actually, the way we make a revitalized downtown is you got to have people live there. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I only agree yeah. with that. Yeah. And if like if you don't know what this corner is, I think it used to be the Catholic bookstore, and now yeah. it's like I always think of the Catholic candles. That's what I always saw. Yeah, and it's it was like I didn't know that there. I mean, I I was born and raised Catholic. I didn't know that Catholic bookstores were a thing. Um, I'll just say that. Uh, but yeah, the the building that's slightly further north, and then yeah, he's giving me he's like, <laughs> I, I he's just saying I don't know uh, I don't I don't know. Um, but the building next to it, I don't know, Eric. Probably you know what used to be there because not right now. It's just a dead storefront that's boarded up. Is yeah. The, so the white building was cheaper Charlie's, if I recall correctly, and it was an automotive store. Okay. And to say it was an automotive store is probably a little loose in the fact it was a collection of automotive parts that this gentleman had had there forever and ever and ever. And yes, you could find stuff there, but it was more of like antiques meets, you know, like meets an auto store. (laughs) Yeah. um, It had been there forever. And then it was just vacant. And I always thought it'd be so cool to put like a ruin bar or some sort of like really cool industrial pub or something like that there, but Hey, uh, apartments, you need living space. And if you can combine some retail on the bottom, more power to you. No, I think that it's good to have places where people can live, but you get these buildings that are like this or Ralph castle, where they're going, okay, what do we do with this? I don't know. We'll just keep it. You know, we've got some attachment or and then it just stays and it, it really does get run down. And, there is a mix between what we need to do to upkeep and maintain and improve so that people can live, work and play in the yeah. places where they want to be. But, you know, you wind up pricing people out. The main street, I think main street station is, it's one of those where people go like, South Holy main smokes. station. Is that yeah, you mean? yeah. 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 First yeah. And main, yeah. Yeah. First in main. That's one of those where you're looking at it going, yeah, cool. But also it is quite expensive to be there. And, um, you know, I, yeah. 
Um, you know, I was down there this week a few times and I cannot believe they finally got a light up at Emory, the Emory street crossing. So behind South main station to the East oh, that yeah. street, Emory used to go across the tracks and it was a super <laughs> sketchy track crossing that was yep. like bumpity bump, bump, bump. And there's absolutely no signage and it's like yep. a track. And then they closed it once they started working on this development. Well, it just reopened with like a really nice stop sign and a good crossing. And they're about to finish the quiet crossings. I think I heard in the next 18 months, they'll be done with those. And it's just looking good down it there. It looks really good. And difference. I will tell you though, I think they need a four-way stop at, em- is it Emory and Wibby where Wibby is right there? Oh, yeah. Cause people yeah. try to get across that. Uh, what is it? First Avenue or second. Yeah. It's like impossible. Yeah. I think it's yeah. second. Yeah. I was down there this weekend. Um, I forgot. I was, I actually took the dogs down to DOG to actually do the wash that. <clears throat> and uh, decent experience and you know was right in that intersection um it's a nice clean store it's quiet back there wibby yeah. was just going wild oh yeah time. I, and i was crazy. like is somebody holding an event because they had like all of the <laughs> i really was like it looked because there's all kinds of stuff going on and maybe maybe there was an event maybe there wasn't but it was nice out and that's why i took the dogs for a bath because it was like 70 some degrees and i don't feel bad about freezing them out you know they needed a bath like two months ago and they were super stinky and it's like well it's 35 <laughs> degrees i don't think i'm gonna get your fur all wet and then say like good luck going to the bathroom tonight um but it was really really booming down there <clears throat> yeah, yeah it it's going i've got a i've got a question for you guys and this is kind of an open question for the listeners too what when you're thinking about main street and what all we've got kind of going on down there and the mix of businesses and stuff what do you think it needs what is like if you could take a building and turn it into something and bring in that business and and put it there what do you think is the missing thing or the thing that's a really cool or concept that would be awesome that would add a lot to Maine that's like not already there or more of something that we have going on that's a great question i would encourage everybody to reach out at side dish longmont at gmail.com and let us know and um I know, Brady, what are your thoughts? You always have a thought, so I, I can't. You know what? Okay, let's go on to the next thing. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm actually struggling with this a little bit because I feel like what, well, I'll say what I think Main Street does pretty well is um, a decent array of restaurants. What I don't think we have, and I, like, I'll like i lament the loss of the kitchen store because there's not a lot of like diversified shopping. There's a lot of like um, kind of like clothes for women in a certain sense and like um, kind of knickknacky stuff, but like the record store is extremely unique and I enjoy going there. And I like going to the kitchen store, even if I would just buy like a little knife or uh, you know, some fancy spoon holder or something. Um, <clears throat> but there's not really a place to buy like men's clothes down there. The, the one shop and like particularly stuff that I feel like I can just go there and it's not an investment because when the retailer, the outdoor retailer, was still open. Well, what was that place called? You know, the they sold like fancy yeah, REI style stuff. Yeah, I can't think of what they were mercantile called. something. No, I don't it was remember. like not the mercantile. It was the like other one, Elevation or Avalante or something like that. Like, was well, it? The, the place in particular that sold like like the fancy outdoor jackets next like to crackpots really is what you're thinking of, right? <laughs> but like, I would go there and be like, well, they've got you know uh, an outdoor shirt or jacket or something, but it's it's a really nice one, and I'm not going to spend that much money on something without kind of giving it consideration because it's a, you know, it's expensive. And 
if I go to buy a pair of pants, I don't want to be like, well, geez, I'm going to spend $170 on a pair of pants today. Like, so you think like clothing retail like needs more? I think Longmont could use. Eric says Eric no. Eric's shaking his head. Well, see, I want to hear what Eric Taking my head because you all can say you want clothing, but nobody's going to buy clothing. So let's, I think let's I be straight I up. It's I mean, not that kind of retail. It's expensive. No. It's niche. Yeah. It's like it's it's local and crafty and quaint. And I don't know the words, but I what do you think, Eric, would go down there? You know, it's really Clearly. funny because I I think that downtown could use and everybody's going to freak out and scream at me probably when I say this, but I think it's just every once in a while, I think a downtown needs also a chain or something of that sort to really help it. Um, mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think about some other places that have like a chain, um, be it a you know, be it a, a, a restaurant like the kitchen or something like that, or I'll call it a chain. I probably a right. mistake, but, right, right, but something right. where, you know, cause they have a kitchen in Fort Collins now. Right. Um, you know, something of that sort to kind of anchor it, or maybe it's a, a, a different type of chain, but like a snooze. Right. You know, I just, right. and, and I don't want to, and I'm throwing those out there because I, do, I don't want them to compete with like tangerine and some other ones that are already, already there. I think we have a lot of breakfast places. So I'll probably think of something else, but, but I do think that a chain can really help elevate and help out everybody. Um, if it's a recognizable chain, and I'm certainly not suggesting a McDonald's goes downtown, that would not be a good thing. Yeah, fit. we have the DQ already. But yeah, DQ is hot, everything. So, hot school know. treats. <laughs> but I, I think do you're think just that saying something a little bit something. more corporate, not necessarily cheesy, but just something a little more corporate. Yeah, like there's corporate. a place I mean, in Cherry and... Creek called North that I think is really cool. So again, a chain. Right. Um, you know, but I, I just like think a, something like that. What about that. like Sweet Greens? You know, that mm-hmm. is down in Boulder and they mm-hmm. kind of like it's nice. It's lovely. It doesn't feel, but it's like, it's super corporate and they I always mean, crush on. I mean, ideally if, if wishers were fishes, I would say, you know, like a really amazing bookstore, you know, mm. but uh, it's not going to happen. Right. And we have some used bookstores, but again, you know, like everybody thought that, you know, the Boulder bookstore and Barnes and Noble and all those places would be dead because of Amazon and then right. became, like nobody's buying books. And that's really not true. I mean, independent booksellers are coming back. And in fact, the tattered cover is opening one in Westminster, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. Well, I would say like, I I would push back and I'm not like, oh no, but um, when I first moved here, nothing was going on in Main Street. And I've I've said this more than once that we would walk, it's sort of a long walk from where we are to do the full loop, but we can walk from our house with the dogs and do a loop from like ninth to third and then kind of walk home. And on the weekends, it was just tumbleweeds and crickets and, you know, all of the classic, you know, nothing's happening here. And now it's it's pretty busy. And I mean, COVID kind of tamped things down. But I, I would say that without a lot of corporate influence going on there, I'm happy to see how many people want to be there and how busy it's gotten without that. And I'm happy to see that that money can go to smaller, smaller businesses because even Ziggy's is a chain yeah, now, right? Absolutely. Um, and I'm happy to see that they're doing that. And I don't know, like, I'm interested to think which chain or like which thing would be good to have, because that I think is right. probably more what Annie's asking or la- right. la- that's what I'm hearing. Like, what more do we need? And I, I do think I'd like to have a little bit more shopping. I have to leave. I mean, I go to Marshall's to buy clothes or Target and that's fine. But something that was not quite so bank breaking as like if I go to if I go to REI to buy clothes, I know like I'm going to spend 
some insane amount of money on clothes. And what I want is something that's kind of okay for clothes. Like it's not insane, but I'll, I'll, I'll like what I have and it's, it's nicer, but it's not crazy. And I feel like maybe it's just that clothes markup is so high that it always feels like it's, but I think a bit more shopping. That's not just food, drink and knickknacks. Cause I feel like we've got a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and you know how I feel about high-end restaurants here. I feel like we're lacking enormously yeah, in high-end yeah. restaurants. And then, um, and then Annie, I want to ask your opinion too, because I feel like we've been pontificating about what we think. What do you think? I don't know. This is why I asked the question. I mean, I feel like, I know I talk about Roost a lot on this, but what I feel like Roost does so well and part of their success in Longmont is that they are a restaurant where you could go for a date night, you could go for happy hour, you could go for a lunch, or you could go with your family. And it's like, what restaurant sort of accommodates that? In yeah. every, and I feel like that's good for Longmont because we kind of are a family town in a lot of ways. And then oh, we do absolutely. have people that want to go out and get some nice dinners. And so if you can, if you can like get that from both, that that's a really nice balance to strike and more restaurants like that would probably be successful in Longmont because they've proven that downtown. I, I wouldn't mind another similar to roost where you have all, it's just like, or even pump house is kind of like that. Although I don't think a pump house, I think more is brew pub than like a little restaurant, but that same thing where like it accommodates a lot of different styles of dining yeah. um, is probably well, what I thought what was funny is like how well, how well the roost is done and how much I enjoy going there. Even if I don't always think like, I think I can go somewhere else at the same price point and probably get food that I enjoy more. And I, I don't want to harsh on the roost too much because I do enjoy them. But then you go down the block when samples was open I remember going point. to the roost and they'd be like, oh, it's going to be 45 minutes. And it's like, okay. And then we would walk five minutes and be at samples and nice interior space, but nobody was there. And there was something different about the two places, but yeah. the one was like, no, it's completely open. And the other one's like, no, you got to wait. So can we support another one? I don't know. Like, that's actually a really right. good question. Right. Um, but they, they do have a je ne sais quoi over at the roost that I think is impressive, like the ambience or the atmosphere or... And then somebody else tries to do it and it just was, it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, for, for me, it's more of trying to pull in some really cool, I mean, part of, sorry, just to back up a little bit, really what a downtown is nowadays is food and booze. Let's be honest. Yeah. Because yeah. really, yeah. clothing is not going to, yeah. you know, you right. might make a little bit, retail is too difficult. It's too right. hard. Um, you all are younger. You're not, you're not going into stores as much as, you know, my generation. And we, you know, we would go to stores. That's what we did. We went to the mall when I was a kid and we don't do that anymore. And so, you know, this idea, and I don't really do it anymore either. So the idea that, um, I think a clothing store has a really tough, um, really tough time to do it. So, um, one of the things I think would be awesome is if you had a grocery store, that's not going to happen. I know. I think about like a bodega or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think it has to be big. Well, I think if it, I don't, I don't think it has to be big. I mean, big, big in the sense that it has to be big enough to attract people downtown who want to go there rather than saying, Hey, I'll just drop by and get some eggs and milk, which is nice. It's a nice idea, but I think it has to be like, yeah. You know, I mean, sorry, I'll just say it like a Whole Foods downtown in that breakers building would be the coolest thing in the world. Not going to happen, right, but that would right. be the coolest thing in the world. Right. Something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder I mean, if the breakers price point, like if they'll, they'll drop the rent or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, cause it's huge. I mean, that's a big thing. And I've said like, and I've said on, on the podcast, I've gone, it would be nice to have a grocery store. And then you said the exact same thing that you're saying now. 
yeah, but it's never going to happen. And I, I would agree with you. I've seen it happen, but it does get to be really bougie when you have a grocery store like that because you're going, oh, this chicken's like $19. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I need one and I'm here. Um, but what they did, because I lived in Charlottesville and one, one of these exact same types of things that we're talking about opened up and they had just enough of everything where you could go in and get what you wanted, you know, a couple chickens, a couple cuts of meat. They sold a lot of sandwiches at lunchtime. Um, and then not, not a lot of stuff. You, know, you need to roll a toilet paper. You can roll a toilet paper, Yeah, but it wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to go and get the Charmin like ultra pack with it's you got yeah, your thing. And I think that's all you could really do. And then you definitely play a, pay a premium to go there. And, yeah, and- you I would say Brady a, and Annie, what it really needs to be is a Lucky's. I mean, let's be straight. Uh, <laughs> Eric. But you bring up a point. Eric, what about like a Eric, nice Annie? <laughs> I miss Lucky's. <laughs> okay. But, no, what are you going to say, we, Annie? No, you know, I think this. I think conversation is good. I I have some thoughts, but I want to hear from the listeners. Seriously, if you have ideas yes. for what you think would be interesting, and you can give examples with like actual stores or brands or things that you know about, just to give an example. But I really so, don't know. Annie, so like, Annie, I want to interject real quick. Brady, you get one more thought, and then I'm going to yeah. ask Annie for the last word on this. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will say that I think the the slight difference between when I lived in Charlottesville and when I live here now is that when I was teaching and making like $4 a week, <laughs> the going to that grocery store was just, it was too much. Like I couldn't afford that. And now I'm in a different place in my life. And I, if I had to pay a premium to go there once in a while, I probably would. And so I get it. And if that's the kind of people that are winding up living in that area, maybe it could work. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. I wouldn't take that risk <laughs> to, to make that store. Any final thoughts? No, no, I, I don't. I mean, I think I like the idea of a store. I think it's interesting. I've talked about a bodega being downtown, just something, but I'd yeah. like even what mm-hmm. you're thinking about something a little bit more than that. And there's these cool stores that have like dining too, where you have sort of a kitchen and you can kind of come in for your, you know, I think Lucky's and other places have tried it, but downtown, it makes a lot of sense where mm-hmm. part of it is like come in and get your lunch and sit down and eat. But then yeah. we also have this nice grocery store with some more artisan type of food. That's an interesting concept. I think we could, there's not that downtown. Yeah. Like I mean, that. there's, there's definitely places in town they're like let's have outdoor seating and we were going on yeah. about this i was probably going on about this last week where it was oh, like yeah. more rooftops we need more rooftops more, yeah i would agree with that no rooftops. i seriously agree with Absolutely. that it'd be cool yeah um mm-hmm. sunburns for all but if you <laughs> when you're on we're talking about some of the restaurants that are like on south hover like over there and you're like well are you going to drive over there and then just want to sit outside by traffic you know some people sure once in a while sure but as a big draw probably not where if you had that kind of thing yeah. You're talking about any on Main Street. Yeah, it's it's a whole other story. Yeah, it's all about yeah. congregating, having people congregate and have a reason to go somewhere and hang yeah. out for longer than just yeah. a meal. And that that right. probably is the needle right. of the thread trying to figure that out. So so here's um, how we can here's how we can get traffic on Main Street to be so onerous that people don't want to use it. It's just get Main Street so hopping that people are always <laughs> using the crosswalks. That's right. And nobody can drive right. through. <laughs> All right. So, um, but Annie, thanks for bringing that up. And, and certainly I encourage people to go, you know, just email side dish at gmail.com and let us know what you would think what downtown should need. And um, it, it is a fascinating thing. I don't know what the future holds either. So you need to take into consideration that it's certainly not Macy's or some big retailer, but, but certainly something else. Um, uh, let's see a couple of other things that I had, and I know we need to 
probably finish up because people will start to get bored about our conversation here. Start but, to. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably were already. But there's going to be a new tamale store on Hoverin 17th. So tamale restaurant. And I cannot remember the name of it. When I get it next week, I will mention it. But I was just like, wow, cool. A tamale store like or a tamale restaurant, if you will, but specifically about tamales. I'm like, that is awesome. That's really huh. cool. And there's certain places that do have tamales, but having a tamale forward place, I'm all for it. <laughs> um, secondly, Indian Bites uh, has a sign on Francis Street. So things must be getting close here to opening. So that's where the old loaf and ladle that closed many years ago that Annie still thought was still opening. Her mom was going to visit there. Can't, can't um, get pies. Also, I have to throw shade at you too, because the, <laughs> what was the place you said closed restoration or whatever it was? What was it? The home store? Oh, Kirkland's. Yeah. Kirkland's closed in January. So you were getting closer. Well, whatever. It closed. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't 10 years ago, but it did close. I really yes, need to yeah. do some recon on these. I'm just kidding. This is just the, this is just, just the gossip podcast. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really, it's curious. <laughs> I embrace that. Who cares? Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Anyway, oh I'm God. just giving you a hard time, but as I always do. But oh, um, and then also the Cultiva program, which is for from growing gardens that actually they do employ teenagers 14 to 18. And so if you have somebody who is in that age group who wants to find a job, that's certainly a cool idea because you can work the Longmont Garden or the Boulder nice. Garden and that's you can awesome. get some money for that too as well. So check out Growing Gardens at growinggardens.org, I believe is the website. You know, my very first job was building trails with Boulder County Park Stope and Space. Oh, wow. That program they have. You worked with Youth Corps? Is that what it was? Youth Corps? I think, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. 14 and they were just unrolling this program. Like it was that's... brand new back then. And I think it's still going strong. It is indeed. Kids yeah. Do it. Yeah. My it first was, job was frying was really chickens. Fun. That sounds so much better. I can't like to like do stuff outdoors and like build. It trail. was crazy. I got in such good shape. We had to hike in and the more every day we had more exercise because you would build the trail farther and farther. Oh, yeah. And so you have to hike longer and longer every yeah. day and farther, farther back. It was so funny. We did the trails up at Heil, Heil Ranch. Oh, cool. That's awesome. And then Wolf and Wren had a grand opening. It was a, a store. I don't know if either one of you made it. I couldn't be there. And and I'm seeing some nods of heads. Unfortunately, we couldn't be there. But um, we were invited. It was pretty cool. So Wolf and Wren has a storefront. And it's 332 Main Street, Unit A1. It's in the marketplace mm-hmm. building. And it's uh, paper and stationery. And used to be only available wholesale. But now they have a retail-facing shop. Oh, so it's kind of cool. Is that ooh? Is that um? Is that Lauren? Is that who runs that? Uh, my neighbor. Yeah, yeah. I think that might be her. Um. Well, congratulations. Well, Sorry, yeah, to yeah. yeah. Cool. I want to. I want to ask. When when was Loaf and Ladle? When did they open? Like when did that brand? When was that brand established? That probably was around when I was in high school. So we're talking yeah. about 1981, 82, something like that. Because I was going to yeah. say like Wolf and Wren, like very modern. You know, like scythe and sickle like that type of thing like it sounds a little so loaf communist. and ladle very old is what you're but it saying. sounds yeah, yeah. loaf yeah. and ladle's like yeah that sounds really old but it's the same format that everybody loves it's like you know cinder and smoke or like salt whatever salt and smoke or whatever like blade and bow you know, blade and bow. Yeah, yeah like people yeah. love those like, but like loaf and ladle just like yeah that's it it doesn't sound very modern though it's the exact same format where it's right thing right it's fair. alliteration fair. with an ampersand right yeah absolutely um 
I have a couple more things. Anything else you have, mm, you all have? I was going to pop a funny event that I saw coming up at Times it. Collaborative. Yeah. It's a pop, pop-up cat cafe. Have you guys ever heard of these cat cafes? I have been oh, to a cat cafe. I was ha- one, oh, one yeah? in Denver. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. there's a, there's a pop-up coming up at the Times Collaborative on Saturday, April 30th from two to three. Tickets are $12 and you can come check out some kittens available for adoption with the go kitty coalition. That's pretty cool. I like it. Cafes are awesome. The concept of course, is that you come and you sit down in like a cafe environment and there are just cats cats. walking around. Cats roaming around. Yeah. And they're available for adoption other. And if you don't adopt them, that's fine. Otherwise you can go get some cat love and have some coffee and move on with your day. Nice. I like it. I mean, it makes more sense to me than what is it, goat yoga or whatever? Right? <laughs> yeah, kind of up the same alley. <laughs> it's like alley. It's just like, hey, it's animal and thing that you do anyway. <laughs> I've uh, never exactly. done goat yoga. No. So funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and then uh, just a shout out to Blue Corn Taco. So you mentioned the Times building. I was there last night for an event. Awesome. Times Collaborative. Still, yeah, Times Collaborative. And I always get, sometimes and, it gets um, confusing to them in the old Times Call building, but whatever. Times yeah, Collaborative. Sorry, yeah. yeah. No, so, you're good. But anyway, uh, I spoke to Heather, you know, who's the owner over there. And so I'd love to have her back just to talk about what's going on over there. And I just, you know, shout out to her. I mean, Brady and I saw it when it was kind of getting close to being done and it's really awesome. And then um, shout out to Blue Corn Tacos. I was there a couple of days ago. And I just think that that is one of those hidden gems that we have in town, 15th and Main Street. So yeah, it's they're really great. good. So they're really, really and I good. looked up Wolf and Wren and it is my neighbor. Uh, it's led up by Lauren and they're great. Like I love um, her and like her whole family. Um, Matt is her husband, like great. And I, I wish them nothing but the best. I find it <laughs> I got totally spaced that that was her. So I kind of said I didn't go, but I, I wish them the best. I think she got one of the, like the primo spots in that, that little complex, uh, one of the corner ones um, out, out near the front. So good for you. That's awesome. Glad to hear it. Glad to see it. Well, thank you, Annie, for the uh, topic that proves such a lively discussion with us. So appreciate it very much. And always we appreciate Andy Epler for our intro music and David Cutter, Cutter music for our outro music. Find us on Amazon Music, Allegro, wherever you find your pod content. And, uh, you know, if you like us, let us know. Rate us. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. So thank you very much. Thank Thank you. you,